his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Afternoon, all. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. Six minutes past four o'clock, and we're going to be hearing from uh, President Trump with his first post-election uh, public statements in a moment. Right now, though, let us go to the Ingalls Advantage talk line and uh, Mike in Boiling Springs. Hi, Mike. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? I'm well, sir. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was at work today, and I got to thinking... If um, Joe Biden wins, are they still going to riot, loot, and everything else simply just out of retaliation against the Republican voters and the other conservatives that went against him? Not as much. No, <laughs> not as much. I mean, this whole this whole thing about uh, about the president. Uh, being urged to go ahead and concede, and it's so embarrassing that he hasn't conceded and all that. That that whole uh, uh, acceptance speech before this has been truly nailed down last uh, weekend, there, there was a key message there, Mike, and the message was this. And they didn't say it in so many words, but the message was, you know how exuberant our followers can be. Well, let's say they get exuberantly mad. Do you want to risk burning down a few more cities? Now, that's what they were saying. They were trying to extort, to blackmail President Trump into conceding. Uh, so mm -hmm. you wouldn't see as much in that. But, I mean, let's face it, you talk about some people, not all. Some of them are peaceful demonstrators. They really are. But some of these people don't need an excuse to burn something down, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, those are just, those were, Those would be the extremists. <laughs> well, absolutely the extremists. That's true. I mean, uh, and what I'm surprised at, is there, there were some people who tried to peacefully protest and had their protests taken over by these, these idiots. And I have yet to hear them yeah. stand up and, and, and publicly attack those people who took over their protests. I mean, I, I may have disagreed with the peaceful protesters. The ones who were peaceful, I'd say, hey, you know, that's your constitutional right. But some of yeah. them weren't. And so, no, yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I'll put it this way. If if something overturned this at this point, expectations have been raised so high, Mike, raised so high that, uh, frankly, if at this stage anything turned this around for Donald Trump, you would see, unfortunately, a, a lot of, uh, of unrest in this country, a lot. Yeah. Another thing you have to worry about, though, is if the left wins, we ain't got no way to defend ourselves because, you know, they're going to try to take our right to self-defense away that first they'll take the ammunition away so there you go and then the next thing you know they're going after the guns 
Well, they're going to try to do that. Again, we'll see just how far they get if, in fact, as I fully expect, Republicans take both seats in the uh, Georgia Senate delegation. And, of course, the, the, yeah. the U.S. Supreme Court uh, still uh, looks uh, rather conservative. Uh, wanting to do that and doing it are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're not, we're not there yet. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's something else, though. I mean, if the Republicans can win the Senate and everything, that means basically the left is blocked for two years because, you know, they're going to throw roadblocks on everything that they can by constitutionally. But well, and certainly. I know there's some things the president can do some things without approval. But um, the thing is, though, are they really going to wait? in the office for those two years to take another chance again at midterms if the Republicans win the Senate again. Well, I mean, let's face it. There are going to be elections for one-third of the Senate and all of the House in November of 2022. Nothing they can do about it. Yeah. They're 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 stuck with that. I mean, you 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 start thinking about 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 ending elections, and you see how fast there are problems in this country, my friend. I don't think you're going to see that. You will see midterm elections, and frankly, the way that uh, you've got things going in the House right now, uh, Republicans are within a heartbeat of taking control of the House back, making Kevin McCarthy the Speaker. Wouldn't that be a shame? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate your thoughts and your call and your listenership very much. We go to Dan and Greer. Uh, hello, Dan. Oh, well, we got Rick in Reedville. Hello, Rick. Hey, Jimbo. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, sure. uh, when when has been the last time that there were uh, there was an election and the state electors did not follow the will or the uh, popular vote of the people and voted for another candidate. Wasn't this like 1860s or something? Well, like there was the, the, election of, the election of 1876, uh, there were questions of who, in fact, were, were the actual electors. And what came out of the election of 17, uh, pardon me, 1876 was that there was a deal struck in which uh, the, the disputed electors uh, were the the uh, Republican electors were chosen, and so Rutherford Hayes got elected president. But the deal under the table was, and we also will withdraw all federal troops occupying the South. That was the deal that was struck. Okay. Do Do you think that uh, today in 2020 it would be uh, appropriate for that kind of a uh, move to happen in any of the? Uh, states that may have a uh, Republican uh, legislator, I would I would think this would really precipitate another civil war if that happened. Well, it would. So I'll thoughts? tell you two things it would do. One, the legislators in those legislatures would uh, be uh, they they would have a, a large number who would not get reelected, and two, uh, that would probably be the death knell for the electoral college. I I don't think they would survive to the next election. I, I mean, this would be this would be the end of uh, democracy as as we know it in the country. Then, because you're not going to go, you aren't going to go to a, a pop, popular vote because the uh, Dems would win every single one for the foreseeable future. But, well, maybe, maybe not. Uh, I mean, you never know. But, well, but again, that would re- yeah. see that would require a constitutional amendment to get rid of the electoral college. And let's not forget one thing. 
Uh, it would only take 13 state legislatures to block any constitutional amendment. And so uh, right. you right. could certainly find 13 state uh, legislatures out there which would uh, which would say, no, we're not going to vote for an end to the Electoral right. College. So that's not going away anytime soon. Jimbo, do you, do, you, do, you think, do you think personally, in your own mind, that, that it would be appropriate for Georgia or Michigan or Pennsylvania to switch their electoral vote or just not vote at all and say, hey, you know what? Too much stuff I don't understand. I'm not going to vote. And well, they, they have to cast. The, I mean, no, I, I, you pretty much have to cast your, your vote. I don't think you can just sit back and abstain. Uh, again, as I say, uh, the way things are set up uh, in the Constitution, they could do so. They would undoubtedly pay a, a serious penalty at, at the polls. And the question, of course, for most politicians do you is, think, will I, will do I you lose think my seat? you think that would be appropriate? You personally, do you personally? Not, not particularly. No, not particularly. You would do it. Uh, no, I would not do it. No, personally. I mean, if the if the voters want to want to go down the toilet, uh, no, I would not do that. If if my state voted a certain way, I would I would not uh, try to overturn that. No, I, I would good. not do that. Thanks a lot, Jimbo. Yes, sir. Yeah. Appreciate your thoughts, Rick. Uh, let's take a call from Ray and Clinton now. Hello, Ray. Hi. How you do, Jim? I'm fine. Uh, thank you for the call, but my uh, concern is something that's been going on for many years, as far as I know. I used to live in Connecticut for quite a while, and they kept saying that uh, where New Hampshire goes out to the coast, it uh, goes out to the Atlantic uh, coast, that there was more boats from Connecticut, especially uh license for that 14 miles of coastline than were all the boats in the whole state of Connecticut. Well, no, because... there are many more votes in the state of Connecticut than there are in all of New Hampshire. And it's not that they aren't licensed. Yeah, that's that where people live. Is... And people people live along coastlines. That's where you generally find population concentrations is along coastlines. Anyway. I know, but the people that I'm talking about lived okay. where I lived. They had their boat license out there because they got away with the well, property tax. We're going to have to take a quick pause here. If you want to talk past the break, we can do so, Ray. But boat licensing, of course, yeah. and, and voter registration are two but different things. It's now 15 minutes now past the hour. Allowed? And let's pause briefly, and we'll be back in just a moment. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good afternoon, all. It's now 421 at 106.3 WORD, and shortly we expect to be hearing from President Trump in his first post-election public comments. This will be officially on Operation Warp Speed, the effort at getting a vaccine for COVID-19. In the meantime, let us talk to Richard in Greenville. Hi, Richard. Good afternoon. Or put another way. Hi, good afternoon. Uh, Yes. Uh, I have an issue that I'd like to bring to the attention of you, the news and the public. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was sure. I was recently. Uh, now it's not on. It's on COVID nineteen. I was recently confined to the hospital for several days and got to know some of the nurses that attended me. Uh, pretty frequently. You know, they would. We we spoke several times a day, and I got to know them and their problems. Uh, there, there are a number. Well, there's an entire floor of COVID victims in the hospital, and okay. the way those vi- those victims require a lot more attention than just regular patients. Uh, and okay. the nurses that are taking care of these patients, they're assigned to this COVID floor, have absolutely. Uh-huh. No, they have no no option but when they're called on to go serve. Uh, uh-huh. All of them. Well, they could uh, quit, but yeah, I mean, they, but it, you know, they, I, they they always have the option to resign, but I'm sure that's not a, an option most of them would choose. So, okay. Well, the, the, I've got a point I want to get to. Anyway, okay, uh, what is that? Yes, the younger ones, the old, the younger ones, the older ones. Uh, and finding out a little bit, they even have uh, nurses who are pregnant with their first children, or nurses pregnant, expecting a new baby. And oh, that does seem unusual, yes. Well, they have to serve like everybody else. Uh, and you're right. Uh, if it was my wife or my daughter in that situation, right. I would encourage her to quit uh-huh. because I would take care of her. But I can't right. support all of them, and and my heart goes right. out to every last one of them. Uh, so your point, I gather, yeah, is that you feel that this is a, an improper uh, policy, and that uh, the this floor should be staffed more by uh, by volunteers or people with uh, with less vulnerability. I gather that's your point, Richard. Well, that's one of my points, but the second point. Okay, go ahead. What what are the others? Even in the military, if you are assigned to the live fire area, uh, you are paid a bonus for, uh, you know, serving on in an active line where you're likely to be. Well, in a, in a combat, there's there's a, there's a thing for, called combat pay. Yes, you're suggesting that the yes, that medical workers assigned to the COVID floor should receive uh, bonuses. Absolutely, they should be paid. They should be compensated okay. for uh, battle risk. 
and and two, there uh-huh. are people who are more competent to take care of that are more more competent to covering up and protecting themselves and serving in a situation like this than new nurses just out of nursing school. Uh, well, people, well I, again, I I, I don't know uh, the extent to which. Uh, uh, new nurses would necessarily be less competent or less capable or less concerned about uh, following a strict protocol of uh, for precautions against uh, the the the, vac- uh, the virus rather. But but uh, certainly the, the notion of, uh, of of pregnant nurses uh, being told they had to work on that floor strikes me as uh, as wrong. Uh, without knowing further about it, and I, I, you know, I don't know the the full details, and certainly the idea of of, of what amounts to to a combat pay, if you will, for such uh, personnel strikes me as fitting and fine. Although that, of course, would mean that somewhere the money would have to be found. But yeah, we've got money in to- this country to pay people that refuse to work. We've got money in this country to pay people uh, that are hooked on drugs that. Well, that's that's not on the subject. The subject True. is fair enough. Uh, Tell you what, we're going to we're going to pause right here, uh, Richard. And I thank you for your thoughts this afternoon. But right now, uh, let's listen to the president of the United States as he addresses reporters and the country. Here's President Donald Trump. It's beautiful out here this time of year. In the past nine months, my administration has initiated the single greatest mobilization in U.S. history, pioneering, developing, and manufacturing therapies and vaccines in record time, Uh, numbers like nobody's seen before. No medical breakthrough of this scope and magnitude has ever been achieved this rapidly, this quickly, and we're very proud of it and had tremendous help from the military, generals, admirals, and many of the great people at the White House. Operation Warp Speed is unequaled and unrivaled anywhere in the world. And leaders of other countries have called me to congratulate us on what we've been able to do. And we've helped many countries with their ventilators and all of the problems they were having. And I'd like to congratulate everyone involved in this effort. It's been an incredible effort. As a result of Operation Warp Speed, Pfizer announced on Monday that its China virus vaccine is more than 90 percent effective. This far exceeds any and all expectations. Nobody thought they'd get to that level. And we have others coming, which we think will be at equal level, maybe more if that's possible. In July, my administration reached an agreement with Pfizer to provide $1.95 billion to support the mass manufacturing and distribution of 100 million doses, with the option to purchase a total of 600 million doses shortly thereafter. Our investment will make it possible for the vaccine to be provided by Pfizer free of charge. Pfizer said it wasn't part of warp speed, but that turned out to be a unfortunate misrepresentation. They are part. That's why we gave them the $1.95 million billion. And uh, it was an unfortunate mistake that they made when they said that. We will work to secure an emergency use authorization which should be coming down extremely soon. And my administration will then coordinate the distribution of the vaccine. And uh, it will be approved, I think, again, it will be approved very, very quickly, we hope. The average development timeline for the vaccine, including clinical tests and manufacturing, can take 8 to 12 years. 
Through Operation Warp Speed, we're doing it in less than one year. Uh, if you had a different administration with different people, what we've done would have taken, in my opinion, three, four, five years, and it would have been in the FDA forever. This is five times faster than the fastest prior vaccine development in history. Five times faster. Say it again, five times faster. Nobody can believe it, actually. Three other vaccines are also in the final stages of trial. They'll arrive within a few weeks, and they will also be mass-produced, and the delivery will be very rapid. We're ready to go. The vaccine will be distributed to frontline workers, the elderly, and high-risk Americans immediately. It will be very uh, a matter of weeks. Get out very, very much ahead of schedule. Any schedule. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now 24, now before 5 o'clock at 106.3 WORD. Let's listen some more to President Trump as he talks about the delivery of the coronavirus vaccine. You've got to remember, it cannot be worse than the problem itself, and I've said it many times. And uh, when you look at what happens during a lockdown, I just say it very loudly. It's horrible what happens with drugs, alcohol, depression, loss of jobs, business closures. It's a terrible thing. So uh, this administration will not go, under any circumstances, will not go to a lockdown, but will be very vigilant, very careful. We understand the disease. It's a, it's a complicated disease, but we understand it very well. We ask all Americans to remain vigilant, especially as the weather gets colder and it becomes more difficult to go outside and to have outside gatherings. 
And uh, with that, I just want to ask uh, some very talented people to come up and say a few words. Uh, General Perna and Dr. Slawi have been incredible. Uh, the general is really getting started right now, but he's really what we don't know and what people don't know. He started uh, putting this all together six months ago, and you're going to see some real action. So, General, maybe you'll start it off, and uh, then, Doctor, you'll go right after that. Thank you very much. And then we're going to finish it off with Mike Pence. Okay? Thank you. Please. Thank you. Sure. Thank you, Mr. President. Hi, everybody. Uh, so, Operation Warp Speed's mission is to enable and accelerate the development of vaccines and therapeutic to help control the COVID-19 pandemic and save lives. On May 15th, so almost six months ago to the day, we stated the goal of the operation, which was to have vaccines and therapeutics available and approved for use in the U.S. population by the end of the year 2020. We said then that while very challenging, the goal was credible and therefore was worth trying with the best, uh, our best to achieve it. Today, we're almost six months later, and I think we can say that significant progress has been made. And while we are not there yet, we are close to the uh, objective. Let me share with you some facts. If I look at the vaccine side, we've selected a portfolio of six vaccines using three different platform technologies, and we elected to have two vaccines from each platform technology. First platform is what's called messenger RNA, and two vaccines using that platform were uh, in the portfolio, one by Pfizer and one by uh, Moderna. The second platform is using uh, what's called live viral vectors, and we had one vaccine from J&J and one vaccine from AstraZeneca in partnership with Oxford University. And the third platform was the recombinant protein platform with one vaccine from a biotech company here in the U.S. called Novavax and uh, another one from a partnership between Sanofi and GlaxoSmithKline. These vaccines are now, six vaccines are all in the clinical development stages and four of them are in phase three trials. And of the four that are in phase three trials, two have effectively completed enrollment in the phase three trial. And one of the two has announced on Monday to, I think, uh, thrilling information that they had 90% efficacy. That was the Pfizer vaccine, demonstrating that vaccination is possible against COVID-19, that the kind of choices we have made in terms of the antigen selected uh, was uh, effective uh, and uh, made us optimistic that other vaccine uh, may also uh, be effective. On Wednesday, the same week, just this Wednesday, Moderna, the other company with the vaccine using similar platform technology, messenger RNA, announced that they have achieved the number of cases in their trial to well, allow we are for first interim analysis. Details beyond uh, possible belief here in terms of... Uh, 
of the uh, the, the vaccine. Suffice it to say that uh, the president has announced uh, that uh, we expect the vaccine to be available shortly and that uh, people most vulnerable, first responders and the elderly will be in line uh, first to get that, which is, uh, of course, not uh, information that uh, we didn't already have. So in the event, uh, the president's uh, first remarks publicly have had to do with the uh, speed and that the president expects emergency uh, use authorization for Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine very soon, which, of course, would be uh, good news to uh, uh, take a major step in the direction of uh, possibly not having to ever hear anything more about shutdowns and the like. Time now is 19 minutes before 5 at 106.3 WORD. Jim Bohannon sitting in for Bob McLean on this Friday afternoon, the last Friday the 13th of the year 2020. And uh, we are delighted to hear from you, of course, at uh, the Ingalls Advantage talk line, 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line of 71307-71307. And uh, we are looking out, of course, on an electoral landscape where the president is still fighting a number of legal battles to to make sure that, in fact, uh, every legal vote is counted and votes uh, cast in a fraudulent way are not counted. It is a very reasonable and, in fact, a quite legal process. And uh, the efforts that are being made now to, I suppose, shame the president into conceding before his legal options have been exhausted are nothing more than efforts to try and uh, short-circuit and subvert the electoral process of the country. The country sat by patiently while Al Gore fought a 35-day battle post-election for the White House in 2000. And now we are watching President Trump wage a battle that has gone on now for 11 days at this point. And uh, uh, again, as uh, we heard in uh, uh, the remarks made last weekend by uh, Joe Biden, uh, have patience. That's a great idea. People might want to stop and listen to that. Have patience. In fact, uh, Biden made a number of other comments in his remarks that evening, uh, such as uh, uh, no recriminations and the like. I'm not sure that everybody on his side has necessarily gotten the memo about those sort of things because they're showing uh, virtually no patience, on top of which they are also in many cases eager to get into recriminations. That's going to be an interesting part of where we go from here, even if, in fact, Joe Biden winds up taking the oath of office on January the 20th. Did he mean what he said? And is he in a position to actually make what he said uh, take place? Uh, We have uh, talked, of course, about divisions within the Republican Party, and there have been some, certainly. Right now, the big divisions are in the the Democratic Party. For example, uh, we know that uh, those on the far left of the uh, Democratic Party are opposed to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who is just, I guess, a little too conservative for them. Try to wrap your minds around that. Just a little too conservative, perhaps. But uh, now then you're not only seeing those on the far left of the Democrats who may not vote for Nancy Pelosi to be Speaker again, but even those who are considered moderate Democrats. Uh, And... uh, By the standards of the Democrats, uh, in fact, there are such people. They aren't quite as socialist as AOC and the squad and people of that ilk. 
uh, one of those, Elissa Slotkin of Michigan, will not be voting to reelect Nancy Pelosi as House Speaker. Uh, Slotkin went on to say, I have no idea if people are going to run against her or who might run against her. And I will, of course, have this conversation directly with her. But I believe we need new leadership. So that'll be most interesting to see if, in fact, Pelosi will be a victim of this past election. She was, of course, reelected to her House seat. uh, But uh, then it's the House Democratic Caucus that will decide who, in fact, is going to be leading House Democrats. Maybe not Nancy. I would frankly miss Nancy. She has been such a nice target to go after, but you can't have every wish. Jimbo for Bobby Mack at 106.3 WORD and the Ingalls Advantage talk line 1-800-347-1063. The time now, 15 before 5. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Thank you much. 10 minutes now before 5 o'clock at 1063 WORD. And our Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063. 1-800-347-1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. 71307. And we'll check some uh, text here. Uh, Jimbo Pelosi will remain speaker. She's like a bad rash you can't get rid of. <laughs> In the point of fact, she's on shaky ground. I think that uh, there would have been thoughts that it was time for her to go regardless. I really do. Uh, I, that was uh, certainly uh, greatly emphasized by the fact that the Democrats lost House seats. Uh, I think there's, uh, I, I give her no more than 50-50 that she is, in fact, uh, still the Speaker. 
in this forthcoming session of Congress. If, in fact, she is turned out by her party as Speaker, I think that will wrap her career. She is uh, 80, and uh, I suspect she would serve out this term as a, a minor figure in her party, go through the motions, and then not seek re-election. That would be my, my guess. But uh, we knew that the, the hard left was unhappy with Nancy. Try to, try to imagine how far left you have to be that Nancy Pelosi is just a little too conservative. Try to wrap your brain around that. For the AOCs of the world, that would be the case. So, uh, yeah, I think that she does have problems. If, in fact, you have less liberal Democrats like uh, uh, this Michigan Democrat, Elissa Slotkin, and, and there are less less left-wing Democrats. They come in several varieties. They're all too far left for me, but some are worse than others. If the moderates are going to start bailing out on her, she is toast. She is toast. And again, I'm not so sure that's such a good thing for Republicans, honestly. I, I like Nancy in that she is such a caricature of of the bad politician that I, I rather appreciated having her there where we could uh, we could poke fun at her. I, I will miss that if, in fact, we go to some other figure. Uh, who that would be, I don't know. Of course, before you lose the job of speaker, somebody has to step forward and run, and we'll see who that is. Her number two, uh, Steny Hoyer, I don't know. Uh, she beat him many years ago for leadership of the Democratic caucus. Uh, Steny is not as uh, quite as liberal as, as Nancy, actually, so I suppose she'd be, he would be less acceptable than uh, than uh, a number of others. You're not going to see a, an AOC or one of the squad pick. They are, are uh, we, we could not be that lucky. We could not be that lucky <laughs> to have AOC as, as the leader of the House Democrats. Oh, then they would absolutely lose their majority in 2022. Pray for that. But, uh, I mean, you're talking about a, a total airhead who could not name the three branches of government when she was in one of them. No, we, we, we won't get that lucky. But Nancy would certainly be fine with me. Keep Nancy as the head of House Democrats, but I don't know. Uh, we will see. Uh, but the Democrats have some serious infighting going on right now. And uh, the, the more infighting, the better. That is, uh, that is a good thing. Uh, that, uh, uh, I, that, that pleases me. Texter says the mass mail-in voting... Uh, is here to stay if it's not changed back. Well, I would agree it's here to stay if it's not changed back. It is too easy to steal votes, says the texter. Yes, it is. There was never a reason for this mass mail-in voting that was a good reason, ever, ever. Even Anthony Fauci, the much maligned Anthony Fauci, has said that it was certainly quite safe to vote in person, wearing a mask, and socially distancing. That's how I voted. That's how I voted. Uh... Very simple. Uh, in and out, they had it uh, well figured out. Not a problem. Uh, it, it, it Again, there was never any need for this. If you really have to be absent from your area of voting on Election Day, then fine. If you really can't get out, if you're immobile and you don't have anybody who can drive you or what have you, then fine. If you're in the military and out of the area, then fine. But this notion of sending out ballots to every registered voter there have been studies, by the way, of the registered voters in this country. The lists of registered voters are about 8 to 10 percent inaccurate. You send all those ballots to dead people or people who have moved, what do you expect? 
it has got to stop. Here's Woody in Greenville now. Hello, Woody. Hi there, Jim. Say, Hi. I had a phone call early today with a very good friend of mine who is a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, we were talking about the election, and he said, well, I'm really happy now that we're going to have a Democratic leadership because we'll get rid of some of this craziness. Huh. I said, really? Are we going to get rid of it? And he says, oh, yes. I said, well, right now, I said, Sanders is trying to be the head of labor. And I says, he's a die-in-the-world communist. And I says, uh, Warren wants to take over the finance thing. And I says, she has no idea what to do with finance but to curtail uh, money flow. And I says, if that those are their positions, is, is Biden going to stand by? He says, oh, no, no, no. He says, they, they won't do that. I said, well. What's going to happen to the supporters of Warren and Sanders if the president appoints them and then they don't do what they expect him to do? I says, we're very likely to have an insurrection on our hands. But I says, nonetheless, I said, I'd really like to see both Warren and Sanders get those positions. And he was kind of surprised. And he says, well, why is that? Why, why do you want to see them get that? Because he knows I'm not a, not a favorite of these guys. And I said, well, the nice thing about it is, I said, both Sanders and Warren's, Come from states that have Republican governors, and when the governors re- uh, name replacements, we're going to get a couple more Republicans in the Senate. He goes, "Oh no, that can't be." But that's well, now that's the, certainly that's true in Massachusetts. Agenda. Is the governor of Vermont a Republican too? I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so very fun. That's right. Governors get to appoint replacements to the Senate. You are correct, Woody. This is going to be fun to watch because all of a sudden this turns out to be like a poison pill. Get, that's get very interesting. Get what they, <laughs> so, that, that's very interesting. Anyway, if you, if you have any additional out, thoughts, you're welcome to stand by, but we have to pause here briefly. But uh, I hadn't realized that I, I knew in Massachusetts. That That's very interesting. Wow. Thank you, Woody. All right, Jimbo for Bobby Mack at 106.3 WORD. We have three minutes now before 5 p.m. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.